Well, hello and welcome. This is uh, episode 50, our big anniversary episode of 90 Minute Life. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Josh. And, and I'm, I, 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 I almost <laughs> was like, what? Sorry, I was, I was going to say something and then That's okay. that happened. So we already botched our 50th uh, episode can... intro. Um, <laughs> That's my okay. Name is Paul. My name is Paul. This is why people listen to us because nah, we don't. And, we don't uh, re-record things either, so we're going. Well, it's funny because <laughs> I actually, I had a whole nice thing planned out, being like, you know what, I'm going to do a professional sounding intro, and I fucked that up. So <laughs> that's okay. What you know? What? How else to celebrate fifty than a huge fuck up? So, uh, <laughs> welcome everybody to our fiftieth uh, episode. Yeah, this is uh, ninety minute life. Uh, we structure our podcast around uh, a ninety minute football match, two halves. Uh, 45 minutes each. This one's going to be a little weird because it's going to be done in multiple recordings across multiple days. And... Yeah, so I, I, I'm okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, because it's a uh, maybe just as a an explanation, I guess. So with our with our 50th episode, um, and and to be honest, with our 50th episode, I thought about I had a really cool idea, and then. I didn't realize how big that idea would be until yeah. I positioned said idea, and then I realized, oh man, maybe I should have, maybe I should have given a couple, the ball, couple, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> the, the ball roller, roller, the ball rolling a little sooner. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think it's all right. You know, we're we're going forward with our idea, and oh, of course. So if every if anybody is confused when they when they when the final, um, I guess the final cut, I'm going to call it a director's cut because I get to say that. So when the final director's cut is uploaded, there will be a few different dates said in that episode. So like today is Tuesday, August the 10th. Yep. And there'll be, uh, there'll be a recording in this episode from tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, Wednesday, August 11th and um, yeah so uh, to finish off the uh, we'll talk we'll lay out everything um, first off uh, for those uh, new listeners uh, welcome we talk about uh, Cavalry FC and the Canadian Premier League that's the that's the driving force of this podcast and then mostly more often in the off season but occasionally at the tail end of our second half we might delve into uh, our love of heavy metal, our love of video games, how awesome Game Pass is on the Xbox. And what you know, great value it is. What great value it is. And, you know, <laughs> so, um, but uh, we will start our podcast and we will lay out the whole, the layout and the theme of this podcast in, a, in about a minute and 10 seconds. But we're going to take our digital knee to protest all things racism because racism sucks. And uh, we're going to take our minute, our digital knee, starting now.
All right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, um, uh, apologies if people hear a bird in the background. <laughs> almost, almost made the entire minute, and yeah. then my bird's like, "No, nah, shut up! I don't care about what you're doing." Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, you know, just racism sucks, and uh, you know, and that includes all the things that are going on right now. Like this started with just in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and and then it's just. It's now just a catch-all, what we're going to do that, that minute. It's just a catch-all for all the shitty things well, that are going on. And, and, and my, my digital knee know. extends into a real knee at Spruce Meadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, we're just, we just don't like racism and all the racist shit. We, yeah. it's all, we can all, let's, let's take a page out of uh, football culture and just, yes, we, we're passionate, but ultimately we love the game of football and we want to get together. And there's enough world for everybody regardless of religion and uh gender and race and you know does there's there's lots of space for everybody and we and we all have unique voices so but uh with that this is our 50th episode and this is this is going to be just a very nostalgic episode yeah because it's also we also get to talk how how awesome it was to have a couple home games for the first time since leg two of the finals in November of 2019. So um, it's been a long time since we've been to, to Echo Field at Spruce Meadows. And we're going to talk a lot about that. Two home games have been played. Um, yep. the, the home opener, August 3rd, at Cavalry FC versus uh, FC Edmonton. That was a nice, uh, nice derby, El Clasico. And then there was, uh, and then Valor, Stepped on to uh, Echo Field. It was Cavalry FC and and uh, Valor FC, and that was the second home game that was just on Sunday here. And, and then, then t- tomorrow oh, is, God. sorry, this is tomorrow is Cavalry FC and Pacific FC, and that's going to be a that's going to be a good game. So, so we'll talk about all of that, and then we'll talk about the women's national team winning Olympic gold, and it, yeah, this 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 is going to be a good episode. I, I'm it's going to be it's going to be good um yeah let's start with um let's start with uh what did what so what did you what was your idea that you proposed to the foot soldiers so for those outside of calgary the foot soldiers are a um they're the official supporters group of cavalry fc uh lovely people sorry you, and you, uh you you cut out there for one second so i oh, didn't sorry. Uh, yeah i was just right. saying that um the foot soldiers are cavalry FC's official supporters group and they're all awesome, lovely people. And you proposed, uh, a question yeah. of sorts to them. <clears throat> well, I had an idea and my idea was, well, we're doing a 50th episode and feature supporters on the episode. And it, I guess, and it, it was almost like a, like a school question, you know, what is cavalry FC and what does it mean to you? Or just <laughs> what does cavalry FC mean to you and as soon as i said that it reminds me of kindergarten cop oh yeah who is your daddy daddy? and what does he do yeah (laughs) but uh it was you know like what and i think if you if you don't know and, and and if you don't know already or you know for even new listeners we 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 tend to we're like the the Vin Diesel podcast or the Fast and the Furious podcast of football. We replaced the word family with the word community. Yeah, but 
but we so do just yeah community yeah um, community yeah uh, we that's, like that seems to be a theme of ours yeah I, I think was... it's important, especially with what well, it ties into, you know, the the feelings of community at just these last two home games of just because there hasn't been very many in the last little bit due to various world happenings. But but uh, so we're going to get some more responses on this, hopefully. And I know we we might have one tomorrow, which is great. Uh, we'll that gentleman finds us. But the, uh, one person did. Uh, we so let's let's start with the one that we have. Yeah, well, and actually, and and, and I will. And uh, uh, before I do that, I just want to add like a, a footnote, I guess. Okay. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> <clears throat> it was more like a just you know, aside from everything going on, you know, we kind of lost football for a while there, or at least home home games for a little bit. And you know, I I think if anything now, you know, community means something more now probably than it ever did and then totally um, no would... at least in in my experience no no sport grabs the community like like football does soccer and maybe yeah. a close second would be how in the US they how they treat like little league baseball yeah communities like just get behind those teams so maybe that's a close second but i've never seen anything like what it's like with with football with football culture so it's like you know how has cavalry fc with the implementation of the league you don't even have to be a cavalry fc supporter maybe just supporter of the league or just football in general but it was more so directed with cavalry fc like with having this team you know what is it meant for you friends family Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you seen any impacts because of it? You know, negative or positive? Hopefully positive, but you know, maybe maybe somebody's story is different, and we want to share everyone's story, not just the good stuff. Of Even course. though everybody everybody likes the whipped cream, but you know, sometimes you got to have the black licorice. No offense yeah. to the people who like black licorice. <laughs> I, but, I'm not a fan of black licorice. Ugh. So, but. Uh... It was more like, you know, what have you noticed so far? What impacts in your life? Or just what have you yeah. noticed because of this team being around? And we did get a response. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess so. And if you if you missed uh, the question that I had posted in the Foot Soldiers group on Facebook, and if you're listening to this after the fact, um, you can get a hold of us at uh, 90 Minute Life. All, it's all spelt out, so there's no numbers. It's all spelt out, 90, yep. the word 90, minute life at outlook.com. Yep. And you it, it, you can get a hold of us at any time. And if you want us to read something, if you want us to share something, mm-hmm. you know, by all means, uh, let us know if we can use your name or, you know, aliases, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Plus our Facebook page is there uh, on the Facebooks. Just search 90 Minute Life. Um, but yeah, what, uh, so who did we get a response from? I just hit my microphone. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so we got a response from a certain Michael Elder. Yeah. Nice guy. We've, we've had the privilege of meeting him a few times and talking with him. Yeah. And he's, he's a supporter and a listener of the podcast. So yeah. thank you very much. Thank you Michael, very much for, <clears throat> for, for listening. Okay, so boop 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 boop. So, 
Um, he writes, so uh, regarding your question, so I had posted a question in the in the foot soldiers group. So uh, regarding your question, I'd suggest that what Cavalry FC really brings to the community is a sense of belonging. You can see that clearly in the crowd and in Section 200, just how diverse everyone is in terms of age, background, experience with football. Oh, experience with football in general and even who they support. I find it great how you can connect and get along with supporters of all backgrounds, even Arsenal fans. <laughs> nice. Because when you're at Spruce Meadows, cavalry is the focus and the priority. I find that wonderful and hope that others feel the same level of support and belonging or they can truly be themselves. Oh, okay, sorry. Just the way my phone was uh, laying that out there, I thought there was a... I thought there was a punctuation there, so my, my apologies for the pause. And uh, belonging, belonging, or they can truly be themselves, that can be tough at times. That, that can be tough to find at times. Personally, for me, it's a welcome distraction, especially with the challenges we faced with the pandemic. Walking to the stands last week for the first time in over a year, it felt like coming home and that we had never stopped supporting the players and the club. And once the march starts, you instantly feel the excitement between the chance and what occurs on the field, the highs and lows of a typical match. For a couple of hours at least, you don't have to worry about other things, but can just enjoy the moment and beating FC Edmonton. That would be one of the best joys and an experience that you don't necessarily get the same degree with other sports. So, that's it. That's awesome. Well, yeah, thank that's you very great... much. That was, that's a great response, and and we uh, we throw this out again. By all means, everyone listening, um, send us send us what uh, send us what you think. If you if you if you want to share, um, send us an email, or if you if your phone, which it probably does, has a um, voice memos app that you can record your voice with. If you even want to, you can send us an email of a of recording yourself on your phone and email us that that voice file and we can do that too or or well, type know, out I an never, email I, and... I never thought of that and then yeah yeah all at, kinds of you ways know, like at, at games if you ever you know we're in <clears throat> we're in section 108 um hopefully everybody likes the new banner that's put up there it's a little on the small side but that, you know that's that's all right it's the first one yeah yeah <laughs> we have we have a banner we if you're listening and you've seen the banner at on the front row of section 108 and it says um what does it say oh welcome, welcome to, to the, the eastern, welcome to the eastern front yeah the it's we sit in the east grandstand so it's welcome to the eastern front um take take the uh, hill something about take the hill i think it just says take the hill to i thought take there the was hill. A, take the hill yeah. yeah i thought it said something else for a minute there but you don't even know what our own banner says Jeez. well it's because i'm i'm actually trying to think of another one in my head. I, I want to make a new one and I've thought about different other sayings around that. But anyways, yeah, we are the owners of that banner. And, um, we don't sit right behind it. So we don't. Saying, we, like, oh, wow. Those are the, yeah, we sit, we're, <laughs> we we're sit 11, 11 rows, rows up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the, uh, shout out to the, the club and the they person let us hang and the, a certain individual. I don't know if we're allowed to use his name. So I'll just call him Mr. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Mr. Thank awesome you for us... uh, getting, for getting us the necessary approvals yeah. that we could, that we can have that banner, banner hung up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun to hang it. And, uh, 
And uh, thank you again to uh, to Michael for the for the lovely email and and I and I agree with everything you said in that email too. Yep. How, you know, Sp- uh, Spruce Meadows, Echo Field. It's it is a home away from home. You know, like <clears throat> and that first match against FC Edmonton, like that was like just getting the chance to to finally be at a game. The sun was shining. Getting the chance to see all the. Uh, to see all the people that you haven't seen in so long in real life, and uh, it was it was really not it was really like it was emotional. You in know, what? Best- I actually I I <laughs> thought it was awesome to I I didn't expect to see the same people that we sat with. Well, that was also really- from the inaugural season. So there's the family behind us. It was like, oh hey, yeah. and then and uh, then there's there's, there's the, the couple, couple in front of us, the the lovely couple that sit in front of us. Yeah, they're um, awesome. And then uh, the other, uh, I think, and then the row down, there was the, the one gentleman. He came with his kid, I think, in the first season, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool guy. Um, but it was it was nice to see familiar. We saw the same. Yeah, it was like it was almost we hadn't missed a beat. You know, it was, <laughs> it was like, like oh, hey. it was like man, we could have just been here yesterday because it's that's awesome. It's the same people. Like, so it's like your. I had a phrase that I was. It's like your um. It's like your match day acquaintance. It's like your match day friends, you know. Totally. These they're like match day friends, you know. Like, we get the chance to see see them on a home game, get the ch- get the talk, and it was just really nice to see those people again. And then seeing the foot soldiers finally being able to see those guys in real life again and hear their songs, and and they get to use smoke now and seeing some of the smoke go off, which is awesome. Oh, it was so cool. So let's let's take a minute. To talk about that game, but to also talk about how nice that new pitch is. How nice well, is that? Well, man, there's so many so many things to talk about. I just want to piggyback off of Michael's email there for a second. Absolutely. Go, yeah. What he said about, about you know, you would, you don't, you know, the feelings and just and just the whole, just the match day experience, everything, and you don't get that in other sports. You don't. I, you know, I don't think you do. And, I, and it's I, hard it's hard to explain. So if there's any listeners here that are just maybe getting into footy or yeah. just being, or just listening and be like, I don't understand how that is like, and I, we've been like, you know, we've been to stamps games. We've been to the only thing I've never been to actually is a roughnecks game. I haven't been to a roughnecks game. Yet. I, I haven't been either. And I, I've heard it's a good time. So, but I've, you know, I've been to Flames games or just hockey games. And I've been to baseball games. Me and you've been to an NFL game. Been to one NFL game, yeah. And it's, it's different, you know. Yeah, you go to a Flames game. People stand up and cheer when you know goals are scored, or you get the people like, oh, ref, blah blah blah, you know, booing the refs, or oh, bad call, holler, or just the, the the typical stick you would throw at the officials. But. Nobody just stands up with a drum and starts going do 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 do. Honestly, I don't think every, you'd be allowed to. And everybody <laughs> starts in, in well in in Russian in Russian hockey. Do you get that? Oh well, yeah. Not Russian in... Russian hockey is the football of hockey. Oh okay. Well, we're yeah. not. You know, we're in Canada, so. And a couple of the uh, European leagues, like I've yeah. seen some German hockey, and there's like, yeah, they have full-on supporter sections that well, do see, the same cool. thing. That's what's that's what's missing in in our hockey. And big, I think they do that because it's just like, oh man, Byron Munich is in off season right now. How do we stay in shape? Oh, let's go to hockey games. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I but yes, I, I agree with you. There's nothing quite like um, and football culture, soccer I, culture. I, I will say it's different. Maybe it started like 
this has been going on for decades. Like, you know, the, the sport's pretty old. And, you know, the F, look at the FA Cup. It's the longest running cup competition. So, yeah, it's something now. Sometimes, you know, people do it. I, I will go along with the typical complaint aside from the diving complaint. That's another episode. Um, sometimes there, you, you do get into a slow period. Sure, there there can be a there can be maybe five minutes, ten maybe depending upon who you're watching, ten minutes of really not a whole lot going on. Maybe someone at some game, probably in England, thought, you know what, let's start singing and dancing because this is effing boring. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I I will go with that. Maybe that all started, but then it just caught on. But well, even you started watching Sunderland till I die. I was watching that uh, just as I was having my dinner. And um, by dinner, on, I mean having a bowl of cereal. Yes, I, I started on Netflix watching uh, Sunderland Till I Die. And Amazon it, has on, the Crystal Palace one. Yeah. Uh, Where Eagles Dare, I think it's called. So I so between the two of us, like between me and you, and we're, we're brothers, um, but you are the longer football fan. I, I am a newly... Probably around 2012 or so is when I started really kind of getting into watching soccer. And it started with like Euros, Euros. the Euros 2012. And then, and then, um, and I don't, I don't know really kind of how it happened, but I, I, as far as English soccer and they're in the Premier League this year, but I, I think my number one in, in, in the English Premier League is Norwich. I really I don't know what it is, but Timu must be Timu Puki. But, well, <laughs> but Norwich, I'll tell you. Like... I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Like it's there, there's something. I didn't mean to cut you off there. That's okay. Go. Yeah. Like everybody gets behind their team, whether it's the big six teams or we'll even go to the big ten teams. So like Man City, United, uh, you know Tottenham, Arsenal, which Liverpool, is mine. Liverpool, um, I and think, I do uh, like uh, Liverpool. Chelsea, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. So you get all those big clubs in there, of course, and. Okay, yeah, they you know they have fans worldwide. You know they're 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 the pit bull of football. You know instead of Mister Worldwide, it's fans worldwide. <laughs> and then you nice. go to the biggest teams in the world: Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Real. Or you know even before Bayern Munich, Real Madrid. Yeah, like those were like the kings, still are. But now other teams have been coming up to the ranks and stuff. And but when you see it. I don't want to use the term like smaller club, but when you watch a Norwich game, but, you and, know. and they're at Carrow, and they're at Carrow Road. Even if you watch Fulham at the Cottage, yeah, you watch, you watch Sunderland. You've watched, you've been watching the Sunderland till I die. Even Crystal Palace, and they're not like a small, small team. No, but just you see how you the see community, how they just. Get behind yeah. this team, and it's kind just of absolute see, pandemonium. Yeah, you see what we're kind of talking about, where it's like football culture is something else. Like these are clubs that, um, like with Norwich and watching the Sunderland uh, documentary series on Netflix. Like these clubs are kind of they're up and down as far as they're in the Premiership and then they get relegated. Maybe like they're they're they bounce between the different leagues or the different divisions over there a little more often than 
well, we don't have promotion and relegation in North America yet, or at least not yeah. in Canada. Yeah. MLS doesn't even have it. Well, you know what? I, I hope you, they bring it into the CPL because... I do, yeah. We'll get into talking about that yeah. in a future episode, I think. But but when you watch these, you watch some of these games, and you watch a Crystal Palace game, you watch a Leeds game or a Norwich game, like these are, like these clubs, like the fans there, they're cheering them on as if there was a, a, a billion fans of, uh, of Man United or Man City or something. Like, it's, like, to them, that's their Man City. That's their Liverpool. That's their Juventus or Bayern Munich. Like, yeah, like, you, you walk is, around. It, this, I, I will say this, the, small clubs are, the small clubs are the heavy metal of football because, okay, you know, you, walk, you have a Man United shirt on and you're walking around and maybe you visit Tokyo. Yeah. You see you see somebody in Tokyo with a Man United shirt. You're like, "Oh yeah, rock on. All right, sweet." You know, I'll, I'll compare Man United to like wearing a Beyoncé t-shirt. You're like, "Oh, you like Beyoncé too?" "Oh, no way. Well, I like Beyoncé." Yeah, then well, for heavy like, metal, for heavy metal would be like seeing then you're wearing like Newcastle wearing... or you're wearing like a Norwich shirt and then you go to Egypt and you yeah. see somebody else or Timbuktu and you see somebody else wearing a Norwich <laughs> yeah. shirt. You're like, "Oh my god, did we just become best friends?" Yeah, this is like seeing like it's not just seeing someone. So for we're metalheads, it's like you can see people wearing Metallica shirts, and that's great. They like Metallica. But then when you see a person wearing like a Cradle of Filth shirt or a Cannibal Corpse shirt or a Hammerfall T-shirt, you're like, oh, you're dyed in the wool. <laughs> you know, like if you're if you're cheering for those bands, okay, now we're. <laughs> well, you know, what? I will say in defense of the big bands. You know, you could be oh, visiting hey, like anywhere and, and, and you see somebody with an Iron Maiden shirt, like, yeah, hey, we're, all yeah right. we're, and don't <laughs> let us don't let what we're saying sway anybody otherwise. We hey, we love the big clubs too. Like I enjoy watching a Man City game and I like watching uh um it, it's just a for a, a bigger different... club I, I like Liverpool, you know, I do. But the cool thing is that so to take it to to take it to the Canadian Premier League and Cavalry FC, like you watch so you, we watch uh, on one soccer. We'll watch any pick a game where ha- where H where Halifax is playing at Wanderers grounds. That, that place might as well be North London. Like they, the kitchen in uh, uh, Wanderers grounds is nuts. Like they're nuts. And then being at um, the first Cavalry game, like, I think I think we maybe I'm rather I'm I'm quite bias i you know cavalry fc's our team i think we have some pretty loud fans if yeah, we're not the, the loudest then plus the, yeah yeah plus the metal grading but man when echo field is rocking i swear silverado hears us the next community over they have to because i it feels like we're that loud like it you can't even have a there are moments where you can't even have a conversation to the person beside you it's that loud which is oh yeah. i wouldn't I wouldn't want it any other way. And to finally get the chance to do that on the 3rd of August there, when it was our home opener against FC Edmonton, like, oh, man, that was fun. Like, that was... And yeah, to to go back to what Michael was saying, it it kind of put away, like, you know what? All the year and a half of of the, you know, of what's been going on in the world, whether it's the pandemic or the other stuff and just... And maybe for those that maybe the pandemic hit hit people quite hard financially, maybe where it's just well, we you could put it we put aside what 
what was going on in current events and we're like we're gonna have a party <laughs> we're gonna dance and sing and and we watched a good football game well and it, that's and one thing too is football has always been like a the working men's sport i think so yeah you know you know I think part of that too, and is you just, get you get that, and, and then oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think I think that I think that helps that with with football, soccer, it's the barrier of entry is really low. There's there's almost no barrier of entry. It's like, do you have do you have shoes, and do you have a ball? And it doesn't even have to be like a, an actual soccer ball. I mean, you could probably play with a basketball if that was all you had, or like a dodgeball or something. If you can kick it. Then you can play soccer with it. Oh, man. I was watching. <laughs> you know? I forget what this documentary was called on Amazon. I didn't get the name before the episode because I didn't know I would mention it. So okay. apologies for not doing my homework. <laughs> but there's a really nice documentary. Oh, I want to say it's called This is Football or something like that on Amazon. I, I think I know what documentary you're talking about. It there's a few different. different uh, yeah, there's it a, shows there's, different countries and different places around the world. And yeah, football like fans one and episode stuff. showcased. Was it? I think it was like the Japanese women's team. Yeah, there was one about the Japanese women's team. There was one about the uh, national team for Iceland when they went to World Cup. Yeah, it showed. Then there was one where it was like in Brazil or diff or different one was African in Africa. countries. It was a it was Africa about this. Uh, in one of the countries, there was like a huge group of Liverpool fans. Oh, okay, sweet. And uh, it just showed like a lot of times. It just showed them. Like it showed the kids just kicking a rock. So hell, you you, you don't even need a ball. No, yeah. <laughs> or just, shoes. If, yeah, just if you can kick it, you can play soccer with it, you know? So yeah. I, I think that's – so yeah, that goes into your football being a – like a working it's, – it's the everyman sport. And, and, and the point of saying that was you can see that in the supporters – when they're cheering because they're just they're forgetting see, they're forgetting all the shit that's going yeah. on in their life. You know, everybody's going through stuff, whether maybe it's not even COVID related, just just shit because shit's always going on. Apologies yeah. for saying shit so much, but like everybody <laughs> has their own shit <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they're going through and they go to a game and it's like, you know what? This is 90 minutes where I can just say F it and just sing yeah. and dance or Whatever, whatever you want to do, it's it's the Mardi Gras, it's the Mardi Gras sport. Yeah, kinda. Put a bunch yeah. of beads on and and <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. Hey, if Cavalry FC ever ever comes out with like, you know, red and green and white beads, I mean, I'll oh, buy God. them and I'll wear them. Hang them off my bag or whatever. Like I don't my, know. My I have a Calgary Expo bag, a shoulder bag. I'll put them on there. And... <laughs> But just like I'm waiting, and then plus there's um, we'll get some like really funky hats, you know, like big huge hats or something. Like get some of those that are just like red and white, and get some green on there. But but yeah, like it's just yeah, it's for you know it's for everyone, and it gives you, and for ninety minutes you can kind of just. It just be around like-minded people. Of hey, do you like football? I like football too. All right, I think we're friends now. And it doesn't matter like where you're from or who you are. You know, you have you have a place at a football game. You know, exactly. Which is which is awesome. That's why we love it. I think that's I think that's what's special about. That's what's special about 
uh, soccer and and the Canadian Premier League because it it just finally gets it to gets this stuff to Canada, you know. Plus, and it's not, you know, like for a, a hockey. No offense to I like hockey games sometimes when I can go, but man, it's a little, it can get a little pricey, you know, just to get a ticket. <laughs> If you can well, yeah, yeah. Them. Hockey, hockey you know? is super. No offense, no offense to hockey, but is expensive. It can, get, like... it can get quite pricey, so it's nice to see. You can go to a soccer match, and plus, I think it's more interesting to watch soccer. But you know, it's a little bit nicer on my, you know, which is also which. It's just a nice, a nice side benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and then yeah. I guess to answer your question from probably like 15 minutes ago, the pitch is really nice. Oh yeah, yeah. The pitch that the pitch at Echo Field because they've just renovated it, uh, renovated it. It that's a lot of consonants in that word. Yes. Oh, it's just a thing of beauty. Like really it's nice. So bright. Oh, it's just what it looks like a real soccer pitch. Like it's just really nice. Do you remember, like, from the first year? Um, I don't know the direct. I don't know where, like, I don't know where. I guess we're east. I guess so. That would be. Are, are so the prob- foot soldiers? Are we? S- are we? And then the foot soldiers? Are we the south corner? I think we're the. I think so. I think one hundred eight. Like so, I think we're the east grandstand. We're one hundred eight, and it starts like at what one hundred five or one hundred six or something. That's the southeast corner. I think the the players walk out onto the pitch from the southeast corner. Is that yeah? I think. I think that, yeah. But I do know what corner you're talking about. That was a rough corner. The the dirt corner. Yeah. Oh. In, in twenty eighteen. <laughs> in twenty nineteen. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That saw some, and that saw some players, you know, go down in that spot a little bit. But like the dirt, the. It was a it was a rough patch. A little there. bit of a rough patch, yeah. <laughs> but, but man, did they ever put some nice like that? That pitch is just beautiful. Oh, it's nice. And I guess they laser leveled it so that it could drain. Like they laser leveled it and then tilted it like one degree over the length of the pitch, so that it's ever so slightly higher at one end. Oh, you would, really? ne- you would oh, never know it. You would never know it unless you ran like a, a laser level across. But it's just to help drain. Huh. Yeah. Which is like, oh, that's cool. That sounds high tech. Well, and then you can, and then you want to hear high tech. Pretty much almost every stadium in like the EPL has like drainage built into the pitch. Yeah. But we're not at that. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> but then there's the, the five new, uh, the five new floodlights. Yeah, Man, which those are nice too. I like and, that they don't even need them on sometimes. Just like fuck it, throw them on, and then when we score, they flash them. Like now yeah. we're just going to now we're just going to just abuse them. Yeah, now <laughs> we're keeping them on. We didn't have any for the inaugural season. We're going to always have them on now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, always what, lights. Yeah, it's like now that we have them, they never turn off. <laughs> uh, I like that Beasley is the. The He's stadium, as the stadium voice. Yeah. I just wish it was louder because when we're cheering, when there was, a, or even when the oh. substitution is like, I can I can hardly Sometimes, ever hear yeah. the substitution. Sometimes it's because, you know, we're all making too much noise, but other times where it just feels like they could just turn the volume up just a little bit. But, and I feel like they almost need a second screen, but I don't know where they would put it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because the one that I guess that they have now, technically, the, everybody can see it. Technically, Yeah. it's in that one area, Yeah. and I guess every it's everybody can look there. Yeah. But I almost feel like there should be another one. Maybe I I'm like you though. If if there was a second screen, it'd be cool. But I would have like I have no idea where you'd put it. But Yeah, I don't know where they or just make that one bigger. maybe maybe it gets bigger, And then but like announce sub and then put the substitution on it. well, that's yeah. Regardless of the size of that screen, maybe put on the screen who. what the substitutions are. Just write them out quickly and Cause I have to go on. Okay, that number is that <laughs> person. That number is that. Okay, who's this? Let's play find the missing number, Yeah. Yeah, so and then in find the and find the new number. Yeah, in the heat of a match it can get it gets quite like, oh someone was just subbed. I didn't hear it. Can you see? I can't tell. Whose number is that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but But aside from that, it's oh man. Yeah, aside yeah, aside from that, it was it's just it's been great to have the, we've had two games. Uh tomorrow's the third home game before uh the Canadian uh, round round one of the Canadian championship. That's Sunday, actually. Cavalry goes up to uh Edmonton Oh, on for, uh okay, now that that's the Canadian Championship game this Sunday. Oh shit! Yeah, that's on Sunday. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no bus to that game, unfortunately. No, yeah, Boo! that's okay. <laughs> well, you know, it costs money, and but that's all right. We'll we'll just have to catch that game on. Maybe we'll go to like one of the supporter pubs. There's a couple around here. We'll see if we maybe we'll go to one, or just sit in your basement. But uh, regardless, tomorrow, uh, Pacific FC, Cavalry versus Pacific. That's gonna be, oh, that's gonna be such a good game. Oh man, it's going to be how do you stop Marco Bustos? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Lucas McNaughton, he's be, he's been really good for Pacific. They're on and they're on top right now. Like they're Yep. world mind you, Cavalry FC is only two points behind. See, and this is this is where the depth of the depth of Cavalry FC has They've been kind of hit with some, you know, some injuries and blah, blah, blah. But the depth has kept them, not just kept them getting some uh, getting some wins, but kept them competitive. Like, like they're second place. Like, that's, Yeah, and that's, I some, I like that's what something uh else. I like what Tommy says about, you know, hey, we're just playing the long game. It's like he he almost says without saying it, we don't care if we're in first. As long as we finish the season with a playoff spot. It's like, all right, Oh, I I I can I can get behind that. yeah, my mistake. Uh, Cavalry FC is only one point behind Pacific. They have 20. Pacific only has one. Uh, that's Yeah, because cuz they Pacific uh they had drew. a Yeah. I think Pacific just drew in their last game. Um Yeah. Yeah, like they they're <laughs> I I don't know what I don't know what, I don't know what more to say about it. I was I was going to say something and then the thought in my head just kind of just Oof. just fell out of my head and died No, on it's the floor. just it's just been really nice to get back and Yeah, that's you know, mainly I what hope it's been, you know. you know, as you know, Maybe I and I don't have I don't have cable because I don't need it. 
Um, I have the internet, but I guess I never really go on the Sun or the Calgary Herald, so I actually don't fully know what news coverage they get. I don't listen to talk radio because I don't. Well, I don't. <laughs> I, I I work so I work so early, and in the morning, I'm barely awake enough to drive like it's a good thing I, it's a good thing i have tunnel vision because i just go from point a to point b yeah i work my eight hours um we don't get the paper what works yeah like i never read the paper i don't listen to the radio yeah in the car i listen to my music so what what i mean i guess my my long-winded point is um i don't know how well they advertise to the rest of the city you know what's going on so like you know maybe as as people get so, more comfortable being out maybe they increase the attendance yeah so there there was a um a blurb in the sun like a like a fairly decent sized spread too from what i saw someone in the foot soldiers had posted uh the newspaper of the day after the uh fc edmonton game here oh okay so it, it would have been wednesday the 4th well, you know what? The, the sun, sorry to cut you off there. I remember the inaugural season. The sun, I, I guess, yeah, the sun was doing a pretty good job of advertising. I think for... someone there is a fan of football. Which... So, well, and then there's, um, uh, uh, what's the guy's name from Global? Uh, I, I don't know if it's his first oh, name or last name. Uh, I don't Moses. remember. Yeah. He, I hear him in, the, I watch the, I watch the, I like that they post the press conferences now. Like the yeah. cavalry club will yeah. post the the press conferences on YouTube or they'll put it on Facebook. I just and, um, watched uh, Moses. I just watched a so I, I've, yeah. I've I've met Moses. Or actually, me and you, we have both met Moses uh, several occasions. Yeah. So I, yeah, I know nice, he nice he covers he covers the club pretty good. <clears throat> so shout out to Moses and Global. Yeah. Um, so maybe as people's you know, comfort levels either disappear and they just don't care or they just get more comfy with the fact of, all right, you know, I think we're ready to do stuff. Yeah. Let's go to a cavalry game. I think so. I I think, and whether it's, whether that's been a factor or not, I think, I don't know what the attendance has been, but from our, from our seats, it looks, it felt, it felt, kind of the way it used to be. It felt pretty busy. From what we, I we saw lots of people, so from what somebody from the club told me, it I guess they're maxing out at or not maxing out, but for the or yeah, maybe maxing out. We're at twenty six hundred is what we're going to right now. Okay. I mean that's a lot of people. But with or without COVID, I think that's I think that's and an awesome I don't crowd. know if there's plans to change that when the province of Alberta from what I hear, we're pretty much pretending that COVID doesn't exist in a couple of weeks or in a week. <laughs> I'm not sure. The C- the CFL, they're at full capacity. Yeah, yeah. Like Alberta's, we, we've been we've been open since uh, Canada Day, so, July first. So and I mean, we're still open. So that's good. If you're into craft beer, there is a new bar which me and you tried. Mm-hmm. Or I shouldn't even call it a bar, but I guess it's a bar. It's a bar. A the corner, it's, a, it's, cor- it's a tent. <laughs> it's nice. The corner kick, corner kick pub. Is it called corner kick pub or this? Isn't that the name? Or corner kick? Yeah, corner kick something. Yeah, there's a there's they've got the concession part and they've got the bar part. 
it's on the other side. So when everyone's looking across and you see like the players bench and stuff, you're like, oh man, that area looks fancy. Look more to the left. And then you'll see that uh, you'll see the Volkswagen park there. You'll see two new just tents. behind just behind the Volkswagen, the two nice white tents there. Um, which I guess they're almost like buildings because they're pretty durable. Like yeah, to call that a tent is almost, you know, they're they're very very robust. But, but uh, they're big. Uh, rapid uh, rapid ascent brewing is there. Yeah, uh, you had their raspberry ale. It was all right. It was pretty good. It was one of the better raspberry ales I've had. I didn't that. want to try it because, and no disrespect to Wild Rose, but I didn't like. I don't like the raspberry from uh, from Wild yeah. Rose, so I didn't try it. But I had their IPA, and it's super good. The IPA is really good. I I tried that. I had that. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You after had the raspberry. Right. Yeah, it was good. Oh man, it was really good. So good. I very much enjoyed it. it so was awesome. If you're into that, um, and then there's like, I think it's a local distillery. You can get whiskeys and stuff there. So, yeah. And then if you just like, I just want regular beer, you know, Big Rock, you can get Big Rock. and you get... Yeah. Then that's, that's all over the Spruce Meadows. So, the point that I'm trying to make is I'm trying to sell people on to coming out to a cavalry game if you haven't decided <laughs> to yet. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Do it. Yeah. Come one, come just, all. Just uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch, but the Ben Stiller version. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's been it's just been it's been really nice to get back there. It'll be nice to be there tomorrow. Um, yeah, I don't know and... if they're going to be there. Sorry, I hope they are. Uh, shout out to uh, David Norman Jr.'s parents because they are hella nice. Yeah. So we we met them randomly, just kind of sitting at a table and. The table's just, it's just the two of us and the table sits for, seats four and a couple has, there's a couple, they come up and they're kind of leaning against, uh, there was some, a concrete wall. Like, yeah, right concrete with us. Like plants and stuff. Yeah, and they've got like their arms full of drinks and food and stuff and we're like, well, you know, you can have a seat. Like we're not, you know, it's no big deal. And you get to talking, we get to chatting and they're, and they're uh, David Norman Jr.'s parents lovely people they're really and nice it, and then it's just yeah so our son's playing wait what like what? what? Like, oh wait, yeah on, what? Your, on your team cavalry whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's your son yeah, oh david like you norman need, jr what it's like you need to lead with that so <laughs> so to david norman jr if he ever uh hears this here's this episode uh, it was a... FC, since you like this uh page <laughs> yeah. and you'll see the upload um, let them know, let let them know. Yeah, on Sunday <laughs> we were putting up our banner and we just kind of yelled out like, "Hey, David Norman Jr. and your parents here." Yeah. <laughs> if if it, if it, if it sounded weird, it was only because like we had just met them. They're really nice and we, yeah, you know, and I we, wanted we to were hoping that again. yeah, it's like, "Hey, are your parents here?" Like, <laughs> and we did see his mom in passing. We were going to get uh, to get a beer and she was walking by back to her seat, and we just said, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, but uh, very lovely people. Um. Jose but, Hernandez, we saw. We met his whole, fa- like, almost his whole family. It was us and the 109, and we're just kind of walking, and we see some people wearing Hernandez jerseys, and we're like, oh, sweet, cool. Nice to see some Hernandez fans. And they're like, well, we're his family, so we should be. And we're like, what? Oh, <laughs> cool. And we got a picture yeah. with them. And yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know what? I feel like that's that has to be an only Canadian Premier League thing, like meeting the family of the players. Absolutely. I think so. I think so. 
I mean, I still think Elijah Adekubi's dad is James Bond, so. <laughs> well, there's a whole chant and song for that. Yeah, I know. It's because he looks like James Bond. He's awesome. Like, he looks super, like, just like, I, I picture him, like, just having a scarf and a hat and a convertible Ferrari, just driving on, like, a coastline. But he's got, like, you know, uh, he's on a super secret spy mission and he's wearing, like, really nice watches and clothes. Like, that's how I picture Elijah Kubi's dad. Just, just, <laughs> just, you know, you thought like, way too much about that. Well, just wearing Rolexes and like, but just, he was also a very nice guy. Um, everyone's nice. That's the thing. Everyone's nice. Yeah. It's, everyone's nice. It's just all the, fa- all the fans, all the foot soldiers. Everyone's really nice. It's just and, nice. Uh, to be, it's nice and, to be back. Yeah. And then, it's just it's nice to be back. Uh, and then be, I guess before we end up, we we have to uh, we got to state the obvious because we've we're now recording after the fact. Um, congratulations to the Canadian women's national team for being awesome and winning gold at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. So the game went. The game ended up being pushed today, and I I had put up the uh, picture on Facebook of on our page. Hopefully, people saw it if if they needed to see it. That it ended up being changed from it was going to be on. The Thursday evening of the 11th, I think. It was on the Friday morning at like 6 in the morning or something. So I was well, at the work. the 11th because and... today's the 10th. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whatever last week was. Oh, it was like, yeah. The th- it ended up being on Friday. That's right. Yeah. No, I know it was on Friday. Just my Was that still July then technically? Oh, no. It would have been August. It was August. Yeah. It's just Why we're not I... even we're we're not even in August eleventh yet. That's, That's tomorrow. <laughs> time time is time is all weird right now. Oh, it was the it was it was going to be August fifth in the evening on the Thursday. It it went uh, it got rescheduled for heat and stuff for safety. It was Friday August sixth at like six in the morning in Calgary time. But yes. The women's national team, they got gold at the Olympics, which is fantastic. It was their first it was their first time being in that kind of a game, like Olympic finals. And they get a first time ever gold medal. I know it was, it was just, the first gold, but was it the first time the women have made it to the gold? I think so. I believe I believe I'm right about that. Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was their first finals appearance. Pretty sure. Pretty sure about that. Now, I'll leave myself a 10% chance that I'm wrong because, hey, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm wrong. I've been wrong before on this podcast, probably a few times, but so I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about this one. I think it was their first finals appearance along with their first gold medal win. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. It was awesome. Well, yeah, like what a way for, you know, Christine Sinclair and all, all the women, you know, because I'm sure people are thinking like, oh, you know, Christine Sinclair, you know, what a way to cap off her career, win gold at the Olympics, maybe retire, yeah, you know, do whatever. I mean, or she's she not keeps yet, on but playing. Like, what, I'm pretty sure she's continuing to play. She hasn't announced any retirement plans, but which is fine with me because she's awesome. So if she still wants to play, absolutely. And she can continue to get more, fill up that, fill up that cabinet 
and stuff like and now you've got a cool olympic medal like gold like that's like they've never done they've this is their first there was their first chance to do that and they and they did it like that's like that's huge like that just shows that like along with that and you've got in the and that canada's the closest it's been to world cup like just these things keep canadian soccer nationally keeps getting better and better and better like christine sinclair just recently however many games ago it was now that was earlier in the year but she got the she's like the world record holder of international goals scored regardless of regardless of gender like that's i don't huge. think it's reg- as far as i know and then again now i could be could be wrong <laughs> i i think that's i know she has an international goring goal goal scoring record yeah but i don't believe that's like overall oh i i had read that it was overall because as far as my knowledge goes i don't think she's surpassed or he has come close to pele well, I don't know. I where well, I'm going to again, go... yeah. Because I feel like we should get that one right. Yeah, well, I'm googling it right now. Because if she surpassed Pele, then holy shit! <laughs> I'm I thought that she had, but I'm I'm going to double check that because I'm pretty sure that's correct. But um, yeah, she ha- like she has an international scoring record. She does. Yeah, she definitely has a record for international goals. Yeah, here we go. But I'm just going to quickly. Um... Yeah, January of 2020, new international goal scoring record, 187 goals. Played in 304 games. Yeah. That might yeah. just be for women, though. No, it's... it's it, it lists it as a overall record. And now I'm just trying to scroll. It took... The internet took me to a weird... A weird website. <laughs> but... This is a because yeah. Uh, yeah. the list that I'm looking at, right? What does she have? What? How many goals? 187. So, okay. So then I guess that w- maybe that would be. Yeah, I'm on, and now I'm going to ESPN.com here, and it's yeah. Has scored more goals, more goals than anyone in the history of international soccer. This is ESPN.com. Okay, because yeah, that yeah. would be. Yeah. Okay, that would make sense because yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, um, it's, my bad. It's, yeah, it's a all-time. It's an all-time record. Regardless of gender, she's got the most. Yeah. And now she has a gold medal in the Olympics, which is like, fuck yeah. But this is just another notch in the belt of Canada international soccer that they're men and women. They're getting like 
better and better and better and better, putting Canada on the map of of um, national soccer and international soccer is great. Like this is fantastic. Oh yeah, just it it just proves that you know we're getting we're getting up there. Mm-hmm. Like along with to make to make this even more special too, it would be really cool if the men get into uh they start in September, they get back into the final eight qualifying for World Cup next year. So if they start if if they if they can qualify, that would just be like how perfect would that be? You know? Women's national the women's national team gets gold in the Olympics. Men's national team. They almost had some uh CONCACAF gold cup success. They they did have success as far as how far they made it and who they beat. But you know, it, but it would be a nice cap to to have them do some sweet World Cup qualifying stuff. And just to put it into perspective, um, Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> only has, as for where I'm checking, 109 goals. So yeah, internationally. Yeah, and, and she has 187. So like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, point is, Canada can play soccer, and we're starting to show the world that hey. We can play soccer, and we're good at it. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then, uh, you know, just for just for a few minutes, because uh, the the I want to I want to bring up one thing, because um, I don't know if people wanted to maybe because we are doing this on Tuesday, are people like are they going to state the obvious? Um, yes, my phone has been exploding all day. In regards to the, I don't know, shock and awe of what's going on around Lionel Messi. Jeez. Oh. Well, you I, might have to tell no, me because I don't know if I. I think I know, but I don't know if I know. Well, okay. So nothing will ever happen this year in the history of sports, of all sports combined, that will top uh, Lionel Messi. Departing Barcelona. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's on. Yeah, his we way did. To... Yeah, we did. We did talk about that. Okay. Well, I I think I texted you this morning. Yeah, you texted me about it, and I was like, "What? Oh, that's weird." Yeah, he's on his way to PSG. Wow. Yeah, it was just you know who, who else is oh, yeah, isn't someone from the Canadian men's on PSG or is that? I... Or do they play in the same league as same league? Jonathan Lil? David. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, he plays for Lil or some yeah. team? Is that? Am I pronouncing that name right? Lil, I, be- Lil? I believe so. Okay. So now that's the same league as, <laughs> as Lionel Messi. Yeah. He's in that league now. Yep. Holy shit! Damn, that's cool. Yep. And yeah, then I fair guess, play yeah, rules and, and stuff. And then I guess Jack Grealish left Aston Villa. Yeah, Jack yeah. Grealish left Aston Villa. You know, he signed. Well, Man City paid big, 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 big money to Aston Villa for Jack Grealish. I was bummed by that. Yeah, well, 
he kind of like Lionel Messi. You were saying that he's been on that club for a minute. So, well, yeah, they've both been. So, like Jack Grealish, he's been on. I was more, I was more butthurt about Jack Grealish leaving Aston Villa than Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona. Yeah, because both gentlemen played for their respective previous clubs for like, like a long time. I would have loved for Lionel Messi to continue with Barcelona, you know, retire there. He'd be probably one of very, 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 very few people in football that can that play for one team. Like yeah. I didn't care that Cristiano Ronaldo went from Real Madrid to Juventus. Yeah. Like whatever. Um, you know, he was at Man United for a while, then goes to Real Madrid, goes to Juventus, you know, fine. But, you know, Lionel Messi, you know, sticking it out at Barcelona, winning them a crap load of trophies. Yeah. And then maybe, like, honestly, from what I've read and my information, you know, I think it's maybe good and maybe about time. So pretty much what it was, the the league stepped in. And so La Liga top officials in the Liga told Barcelona, you're like $1 billion in debt. You can't sign that guy, even if he's willing to take a pay cut. You, yeah. you, you can't. You, you can't do it. Uh, fair play rules and all that stuff. Yeah. And the fact that Barcelona are heavy, heavily in debt, um, they couldn't keep Messi. And mm-hmm. for him to leave on those terms, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I, I think that just the situation around that, okay, that sucks. It would have been cool if he wanted to leave and then that happened, fine. But, you know, he had to leave because they 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 couldn't afford him. Yeah. <laughs> and he even, I guess, you know, willing to take a pay cut and all that stuff. But nope, yeah. the league is just like, nope, sorry. We're a league of many people, not just one guy. <laughs> well, yeah. He so, makes he makes the salary of some like more than whole teams combined. Well, I was watching a documentary a while back, and I guess his top wage was like you know one point four million dollars a week or something crazy like that. Oh man! So that's like you know that's fifty some million dollars a year <laughs> plus. Wow! I'm sure bonuses and endorsements and damn. not not hurting for cash. That's for sure. But yeah, just damn. Yeah. So yeah, you know. So I think, but, you know, I think it's good that the league did that. It's like, you know what? Damn rights. You know, these, you know. But the Jack football... Grealish one, the Jack Grealish one stuck stuck in you a little more? Yeah, well, it just he signed a, a huge extension last year. And, you know, he was the captain. But I, I guess he had, again, from my information that I read, he had what was like a gentleman's agreement between him and I forget the manager's name yeah they had a gentleman's a gentleman's agreement that said pretty much well okay you sign this huge extension awesome but you know if a champions league team comes along and wants you you're allowed to go oh cool kick ass and then to for the the, for the deterrent for the team wanting him they slapped a hundred million dollar friggin release clause on him so Man City sees that, like, oh, $100 million? Oh, challenge accepted. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. And then, and then he accepts and like, oh, yeah. well. 
and I get it. You know, he wants to compete in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, I don't. And barring you know maybe a stellar season, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Aston Villa can never get to the Champions League. Yeah, but they, they, know, they, they could, but they have some work to do though. Like, they they might be a few minutes away from the Champions League. And yeah, it might be a, it might be a while. I get why somebody like Jack Grealish would be like, well, I'm kind of in my prime or working up to my prime. I'm really fucking good, and I know that I'm good. Yeah, I, I really want to compete in like Europe, and I want to compete against the top teams, and I just want to. Yeah, I want to. I, I, I want to win trophies, and yeah, like Aston Villa will get some trophies and some hardware, but he just he he had his he has his sight set a little farther out, and he's really good. You so. know. Damn no you, Man and, City, and, for taking Jack. Yeah, Lynch. and no offense to Aston Villa, but you know, just he maybe he just kind of outgrew the club a little bit. But yeah, oh well. But you know, that's that's sports, though. Well, yeah, exactly. So you it's know. just like, oh man, oh dang, I would have liked to see my Aston Villa, you know, just maybe a little longer because with him being there, you know, players want to play with him, and so they could maybe attract. Some players to get there, and mm-hmm. yeah, we'll know, have to see. They could it, build a team around him. Now they almost think they got to start from scratch. Yeah, and that starts what on Friday. Well, Arsenal kick off Friday against Brentford. Yeah, so if we lose that game. Holy crap! So I'm never. I'll, I'll never be an Arsenal supporter again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be Yeah, we got EPL kicking off this weekend and But yeah, tomorrow is Cavalry FC and Pacific yeah. FC gets so, a chance to they get the chance to get if Cavalry FC gets gets a win, they're top of the table. They'll be in first place. So that's that's gonna be something sweet. It's a it's a battle for first tomorrow. Yeah, it, it it is. If Pacific wants to hold first, they have to win. Well, win or draw, I suppose. For Pacific, if Cavalry wants first, they got to get. Well, the yeah, win. we need all three points because a draw, yeah. uh, Pacific will be on will be first because of goal difference. Well, they'll still have more points too. So. And oh yeah, that's right. I mean, just that's by right. points, they'd be, they'd be one. Yeah, that's right. Duh, never mind. I thought we would tie. Nope. No, never mind. They'd go up by one, and we'd go up to them. That's right. Yeah. Duh. Never mind. Forget what I just said. Like <laughs> that's sec- okay. Ten seconds ago. It's all good. So. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait. But I think that uh, I think that does it for. For yeah. this part of for the fiftieth episode, part at the end of it, it'll be when this is uploaded. It'll be it'll be all one recording, but we are gonna do another one tomorrow post match. So I guess with... we'll just take a break. It'll it'll seem like a break. <laughs> yeah, for everyone, it's gonna be like a split second. For us, it's gonna be like a whole twenty four hours almost. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so we'll. We'll be back with uh, with the rest of uh, 
with the rest of episode 50. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. All right. All right. We'll see you guys in a bit. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks again for uh, listening to our uh, 50th episode of 90 Minute Life. Um, you're, you're joined with half of half of the hosts. Uh, just me, Paul Prochowski. Josh is doing whatever Josh is doing. I'm not I'm not sure what Josh is doing. And I'm joined by one of the 109 guys. Cliff, can I call you Cliff? You can absolutely call me Cliff, and you can okay. absolutely call me one of the 109 guys. <laughs> yeah, I just said all these things without ever, without actually asking you, like, can I call you any of this stuff? <laughs> well, most people around the grounds know us as the 109 guys and girls anyway. So yeah, exactly. however you want to address me is perfectly okay. The, the, so we're politically correct, uh, the 109 people, I guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> the, the 109 people. And uh, yeah, so I guess you, you probably saw, I kind of posted that question up in the Foot Soldiers page. Right. About, you know, just kind of like our, our, our thoughts on, you know, Cavalry FC. And maybe, you know, post-pandemic, we're, we're slowly getting there and... I think and a, a recurring theme on our podcast has been the community. And so maybe we kind of just wanted people's thoughts on, you know, what is cavalry? Like, what, what have you seen? How has it been for you? Like maybe just in your own community or how, what's the impact on you, your friends or family or sure, what, yeah. whatever, whatever thoughts and <clears throat> stories come to mind? Um. Well, I got introduced to it. Um, I wasn't even aware that Calgary was getting a pro soccer team, football team, sorry, um, until Chad and Heather, the other founding members of the 109, um, invited me to a game because they had an extra season's ticket. And uh, pretty much after that game, I bought the season's ticket. Um, we went to that game and it was just like, the energy in the stadium is so much different than any other sporting event that I've been to. And I've been to a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we pretty much just watched how much fun the foot soldiers were having. <laughs> and we're kind of just like, why did they get all the fun? You know, like, why can't we bring that over into the, like the normal people stands? And so like, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of been like our entire mission is to just like, be loud and clear enough that people in our sections can like hear the songs and learn them. And eventually we hope to just have like a entire stadium of people singing every song. Yeah, totally. And it's funny how, and so we were at the game uh, last night against Pacific and it's weird how just there has to, we were discussing this possible sound bubble that we it hear is, you like 1% of the time or it's so weird how that works. It is the weirdest thing because I swear that it's only where you guys are sitting. Like there's some kind of like sound pocket that just like sucks. Like, and you can attest to this. Uh, Chad, the guy I sit beside is hands down the loudest person in the world. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody on just like a base level is louder than him. And he will scream at the top of his lungs. And it, you, we, you, like, we won't even see a head turn from you guys. And it's like, what is happening? Like, is this a dream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so weird. Cause like we, 
we we like to dub him uh, the mouth trumpet. Yeah. And I'm not sure how many times he does that in a game, but yesterday I heard it twice. And yeah. then I was able to say something back, and then I heard your response back. I'm like, holy cow, that's the first time ever that's happened. Yeah, and actually, when you guys responded back, everybody behind us started cheering because <laughs> they're, they're kind of like following <laughs> along. They're like, those guys can't hear our 109 boys. <laughs> but yeah, kind of like back to the original question, like... um after we started kind of like singing really loud and consuming a little bit of wobbly pops at the game, <laughs> um, we kind of just started meeting people, um, you and Josh included, that just like super friendly people and they like having a good time and it's just like a great atmosphere. So, I mean, like we just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. That's probably... And and it's funny because I went. I don't. Did you get a chance to? So even before the inaugural season of 2019 started, um, like Macron wasn't even announced as the as the kit supplier. Um, I don't even think the stadium wasn't even really done. They had a prospects game against Edmonton. Did you know about that one? I so I have been to just about every match except for anything before the very first home game okay so i was not there no and uh well just really quickly i i I was there and actually i was sitting in what is now the 200 section and there was a couple i forget his name so apologies but he's one of the drummers he was there um Oh man, I'm not even. There was only a there was only a few of them. There wasn't there wasn't a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could, I could sit here. And then fast forward a few months, stadium got was the stadium was done, and I I went to this uh, event at Barcelona. I think we're well, not Barcelona. Um, it was. Oh geez, what pub was shipping? Was it the shipping? No, not the shipping anchor. Some pub, and it was <laughs> some pub <laughs> downtown. Uh, the. Uh, Tommy Wielden was there, Ian Allison was there, and they were just announcing their inaugural signings of Nick Ledgerwood and Sergio Camargo. Oh, nice. And they were handing out these little pamphlets of, you know, here, the stadium is done. Here's what the seating is going to be like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a second. And I was looking over, like, you know, it was like 108 and all that area. That has a roof over it. I think I'm going to sit there knowing how Calgary is for weather. <laughs> yeah. Um, the initial game that I attended, we were still roofless. And there was a little bit of snow coming down on us. But yep. as per usual, we made the best of it and started joking about how everybody else in the stands are a little bit bougie. And only the only the 200 and the 109 got a, got no roof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and to carry on what, what you said, it was just like, I, I think, and, and you can see it, you know, it, it starts with the foot soldiers. And then I think there's a couple actually, there's even further, I guess we look at, we look at them. So t- when we we're looking at them to the right of them, I think there's a couple more supporters groups in there. Yeah, yeah. And there's also ones that come, they sit in like 108 from time to time. There's the ultras, there's, there's a couple of gr- groups of supporters and I think that's the best thing. Oh yeah, exactly. And I, I, I think what'll happen is, is cause we, 
we hear and we see what the foot soldiers do first. And then we try to get the whole East grandstand going. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the game plan anyways. And it's, and I think if anything, if, if maybe people don't recognize the songs, it's like, all right, we'll get the beat and we'll just stomp to it. And that works too, because we have that metal graded flooring. A hundred percent. It's the best thing in the world to have that, like just, piece of sheet aluminum on an angle that's perfect enough for you to kick and make the most <laughs> noise in the world i you know I, i'm wondering after that first game if they thought you know what this is an unha or a a happy mistake yeah 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 <laughs> you do wonder if it was on purpose or a mistake but it's working out pretty well for us yeah exactly it it maximizes the noise, but um, I, I guess, yeah, going back to the the question and everything at hand here. Um, so I guess, yeah. So you, I guess you were. So I, I know you're 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 West Ham, you're you're a West Ham supporter, right? Until I die, yeah. <laughs> Hammer, hammers until you die. Was it like how long have you like were you are you newly introduced to like European football as well, or have you been into that for a while and then? Um, I followed it, I followed it, uh, from a distance. Um, when I was in school, I had kind of an obsession about sports fandom and for whatever reason, like I'm, I'm also a fan of like combat sports and all that type of stuff. So naturally like my, my interest in sports fandom uh, brought me to uh, hooliganism in soccer, and I read a bunch about. <laughs> I read a bunch about you know like the ICF, um, the inner city firm, and all like the crazy violent shit that they did, and I thought it was fascinating. First of all, because like in Canada, we like there's fan violence, but it's not like organized thirty on thirty brawls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And then I started kind of like following West Ham from a distance and then uh, watched that movie Green Street Hooligans. And I got yeah. a, I got a little bit closer to West Ham through that. And then probably around 2012 or 2013, um, I started trying to watch games and all of that stuff. And then... Uh, the last few years I've just been a diehard hammer. Nice. Yeah. You know what? Like I, it's only here, you know, I've only heard stories of, you know, hooliganism and stuff like that. And it's yeah. a completely, it's such a different. Oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not even mindset, or maybe even mindset is the word I'm looking for, but it's just, it's so, you know, it's so different. Like Spruce Meadows, I don't even think we'll ever get to the kind of level it where could not be further from the '80s in England to Calgary right now. Like, oh yeah, it's such a good atmosphere. Um, I've never seen anybody do like anything rude to a, a supporter of another team or like anything like that. Yeah, and yeah. that's the way it should be, right? I I, I like the fact that. 
you know, visiting supporters don't have to go into their own entrance and then, you know, they don't have to go into their own little walkways and stuff and they don't yeah. have to leave in their own private areas because of, of fears of, uh, you know, being jumped or, or, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, keep them out of my section, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, so, jokes, I, no. just jokes. No, they're, they're totally welcome to be in the one Oh nine. I think I saw somebody with a Pacific shirt on yesterday. I was like, oh, we have a Pacificer here. Oh, we brought a couple of people um, who are fairly new to the cavalry. And they just, by chance, um, showed up in blue shirts. And we were like, this is not how this can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Unacceptable. The merch store. (laughs) You guys need some Take the Hill shirts. Totally, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got into everything. And uh, I mean, we're here now. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that's awesome. And the, the one thing that I've noticed so far, and even in past episodes, like uh, Josh and I have mentioned it, and then just speaking with various other supporters, like whether it be foot soldiers or anybody, football or soccer, it's very much football or soccer like i've been to flames games i've been to stamps games yeah and yeah you know you, you get the you know, ref does something people boo people yell people do whatever but it's in same thing with you know stampeders games you know people yell people do whatever but or i guess so like soccer or actual footy it's however you want to call it yeah <laughs> it's it's very much its own thing oh for sure and I find it's it's like the the crowds, the chants, that there's so much more creative energy goes into those than just like a hockey chant where you're like, go Calgary, go, go Calgary, go. Yeah. Or like, you know, they boo the ref and like, you suck. Whereas like, we got our ref chant, like he's blind, he's deaf, he's definitely a ref. And like, yeah. there's, there's other, <laughs> there's other groups who have their own little like, ref heckle that's pg and everybody can yell it and it's funny and i think i don't know man it's just like it's so much better (laughs) i i I, on a daily basis when i'm on my way to work or just when i'm maybe 15 minutes before i start or whatever i'm going through songs being like how can i turn this song into a cavalry chant a hundred percent or you you go off somebody's name and it's like, what does their name sound like in another song? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's uh, it's been really fun just getting to know a bunch of people. And now you walk around the grounds and it's like every corner you turn, there's another person that's like, hey, haven't seen you since last week. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's funny. When we finally got to go back to Spruce Meadows for the home open. I was so surprised to see familiar faces from the inaugural season. It was awesome. Well, uh, that was one of the reasons why I put that Facebook group together was just to like make sure that like whoever's staying in our section or close to it, like our section, your section, um, like they had somewhere that wasn't just the foot soldiers page that where they could go and see people that they knew and talk to them or post yeah. or whatever, you know, the sense yeah. of community is, 
is uh, very strong, and I love it. Yeah, exactly. And I and I think and again, that's very much like a like a football thing. Like you you even see it with. Well, the the one thing I attribute so far, like I guess you know, cavalry or just actually all the CPL clubs, I almost attribute them or compare them to the smaller English clubs. Like you look at Norwich, um, sure. they're 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 like my go-to second team to cheer for. Just seeing like the energy and how the community gets behind, like when they're at Carroll Road and they're just like that whole town. Yeah, like the whole town shuts down when there's a Norwich game on. <clears throat> oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's that's the whole thing about it, right? Like it's all about community, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I think it's and even post COVID world or just post any world event going on, you know, I I think it's maybe once people's comfort levels and stuff. Um, exceed or get bigger or whatever people are comfortable with and whatever they feel like doing, you know, maybe they think maybe the, the thing that they choose to do is go to a cavalry game because it's like, Oh, well, you know, I think the only team I could see maybe you getting a little bit of stick for is maybe if you show up wearing a Ford shirt, but <laughs> yeah. And Hey, in the one Oh nine Edmonton will always be the, lowest and dirtiest of colors <laughs> that you can wear <laughs> we've been we've been raised since childhood to not get along <laughs> oh yeah exactly and in a fun way of course we're not yeah gonna... in a yeah we're like we're no one's going to do anything and i think yeah. just with the amount just with you know losing to losing to forge in the in the first in the first finals they've almost become our true rival if you will and but even still even if you did show up wearing a forward shirt you know you don't have to worry about getting jumped before and no. or after or during the game like no. it's it's fun for it's fun for everybody and it's it, and that's it's how good it that be. exactly you know it's people should be able to you don't even have to know anyone and you'll leave the game probably making a new friend oh yeah or at least have a good time, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you don't make a new friend, then you should at least have, hopefully you have a good experience. And, like, even personal experience, like, I have made probably dozens of new friends just from one year of being in those stands. Yeah. It's... And I think that's what it's all, that's what it's all about. Um, me and Josh, we, we made a comment the other day about how, and it was after our home opener this year. Yeah. About when you go to Spruce Meadows and you, you see the people that you've seen since the inaugural season, it's almost like seeing like another family almost in a, in a, in a sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a, it's like <clears throat> when we bring people who haven't attended, um, any game like any of the cavalry games before they are always just like did you know all these people like before or like how do you know all these people like, <laughs> well you just have to be loud enough and personable enough and you'll meet people <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and 
Or, you know, maybe going to a cavalry game is the one thing that somebody needs to maybe help them break out of their shell. And you're you're a little introverted, and then during the game, you're a total extrovert, you know? Hey, if anybody is looking to become an extrovert, come sit midway up in the 109, and you'll be having <laughs> conversations with me and me and the crew. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm really glad that we have something like that in our section because I was worried at first in the inaugural season because there was all these rules that came out for our section, like no, no instruments and no this and no that. And I thought, Oh man, I really hope that they don't like, this is a live sporting event. It's yeah. kind of, and, and it's soccer or football at that matter too, where, Guaranteed there's going to be instruments, loudness, maybe a little bit of extra booze flowing before, during, and then after the game. Here, here. <laughs> you know, your, uh, your blood alcohol level will, you know, there'll be more alcohol in the bloodstream than actual blood. And that's just the way, <laughs> that's just the way footy goes. Sometimes that's the way it goes. But yeah, no, I, I was, uh, I was really impressed generally about halfway through the season how they kind of like loosened up rules that were stupid rules and uh kept ones that made a bit of sense you know like we keep our everything pg as possible yeah and it's mostly because like if we have kids in our section we're not afraid to offend them but we want those kids to sing the songs too yeah. You know? Actually, speaking of kids, I I heard a ton of kids last night, and those kids were just like, those kids were amazing. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. And the best part about having a lot of kids there is generally when the kids get into it, the parents start cutting a little loose, too, and starting to sing and stomp, and it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I think, you know, give it, give it a little time and before you know it you know there won't just be the 200 supporter section it'll just be the entire stadium as a supporter section and make as much make as much now noise or as little noise as you can or want to like it's but definitely on our side of the stands make the most noise yes you yeah should, you yeah make the most noise <laughs> when you're when you're sitting in 108 109 and then i think 107 is over to the to the right of us a little bit yeah yeah keep 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 all the noise keep all the noise going hell yeah no but i i think we're, we're coming up on almost a half hour so i i think this was really good though it was really nice to hear your your own personal story of how everything kind of means to you. It was awesome. hundred percent, man. Anytime. Awesome. You need, well, you yeah. need a third voice any point in time. If I got, if I got some time, I'll, I'll do it. We'll have to get, we'll have to get Chad as well. Oh, I think <clears throat> have fun with that interview. You're, you're <laughs> going to go down side tracks. That might have to be an entire bonus episode because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we like to go down rabbit holes and once something is said, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it'll just... That man is a walking rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
All right, brother. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for again for uh, letting us uh, for letting us do this, giving me your time. It was great. I I greatly appreciate it. Like I said, man, anytime. And uh, and we're back. It's um, for us. It's been several days, and it's been uh, a very uh, a very good several days. Very full of soccer goodness and some interview goodness. But uh, thank you for yeah. everybody continuing to listen. Uh, in your heads, you would have just finished uh, listening to uh, an interview that Paul did with a, a friend of ours, a uh, friend from the 109, Clifford. Uh, thank you very much for taking time to uh, yeah, spend time with was, us, Cliff. Uh, it was very cool. I, it, it, was a long, it was a long time coming. You know, I think the, it's, yeah. it's a, long we, overdue. It was great. You know, I, I liked how we, we, we both kind of brought up that there is a sound bubble in the Eastern Grandstand between 108 and 109, it's it's weird, but yeah. So it, you know, it, it it was a it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, got some, you know, we all got some insight into how he got into footy, you know, supporter culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. It, it was great. Uh, thanks to and oh, thank you, uh, Michael. Um, Michael for mm-hmm. uh, sending us that great email. There are a few other, we got a few other responses and in the spirit of getting the episode up, not in a, like a rushed way, but we've been working on this episode for a couple of weeks now. And, and by all means, it's not an impatience thing. Um, yeah. We're, we're, we're not rushing anything. Um, just I think with whenever with uh, some of the responses that we'll be getting later, I know there's been a, a few other people that have reached out, and just due to either people have well, lives, and you yeah. know we're not gonna we're not ever gonna be like, well, we're only doing it this time, so <laughs> f you, no. It's, so what no, we're no. gonna so it's what an we're gonna open do is, open invitation for yeah. to continue this type of conversation of people who want to send in some comments of Cavalry FC and. Uh, either around the club, particularly of you know how they got into Cavalry FC or how they got into football as a fan, or how do they feel about you know maybe it's from the end of we're coming out of uh, the pandemic. I know that's a bad word now, but <laughs> but we're coming out of that, and sports is live sports is back, and we're able to go to Echo Field at Spruce Meadows. We're and able to touch people's faces and. Maybe not exactly, but, <laughs> but and then know. apologies yeah. to everybody. Um, it it's only now when I start talking that my bird is just like, oh well, shit, you pay attention to me too. <laughs> so yeah. apologies if, and I don't know how loud it, my. Yeah, I mean, I can hear it, so everyone it like, else can probably. I, hear I hope it too. it's not like so. Again, you know, apologies if depending yeah. upon how you listen to us, car, <laughs> earbuds headphones whatever if it's super super loud and if it pisses you off let me know and actually maybe i'll just start recording in another room yeah but but um, apologies if it's really annoying and if it's distracting <laughs> and and takes away from it i me personally i'm a little it's you, you've I, get gone, a little, I get a little embarrassed by it and yeah. maybe i make a bigger deal of it but it's just we're not <laughs> professionals by any mean but i find it just a little yeah, well, professional that there's a bird going on in the background, but yeah, we we try to be professional with each other and with you guys, but we also are very loose with our structure of our podcast, and 
we fly by the seat of our pants and this is this is how we do it you know as we, as cliff put it we're we're the podcast by the people for the people we're just, i like we're just, that when he said that so yeah. thanks for saying that i have now stolen it <laughs> it is now i'm just kidding it's now mine no, i'm just joking but but uh, uh so but what just, we're oh go ahead i uh, just in general just you know just a big big thank you to everyone we've we got the chance to talk to people at some of the last few home games and um, everyone's been really nice about uh, being like, ah, oh, you know, like, that's cool. You guys got a podcast and congratulations on 50 episodes. And so it's been really nice. So like, again, thank you to, thank you to Michael for the lovely email and thank you to uh, Clifford for taking some time to record with Paul. And unfortunately I couldn't make it, but next time. And, um, and by all means, it's an open invitation, like we said, to, continue to send yeah. that stuff in send this, it in this isn't a one-time thing if you nope. just want to be like well i just want to share some thoughts absolutely means, let yeah. it let it let us know we can either and there's so many ways we can do it like again email and we're at all spelt out it's uh 90 minute life at outlook.com yeah you can send us a facebook message you can you can in that email you could write it out or email a voice recording of yourself talking with a with whatever voice recording software you have on your phone, you know, just we're pretty well and open we to use, most, uh, most things. So we we use the magic of uh, Anchor to record our podcast, and that's how uh, actually uh, Cliff. I was able to call him Cliff. He let me call him Cliff, so now I'm going to call him Cliff. Cool, cool. That's how Cliff and I did. That's how we did our interview. I just sent him a link for Anchor, awesome. and then bada bing, bada boom, he went in there. Um, cool, cool. You don't have to create accounts, so if people are worried, like, well, I don't want to have to create an account. It does ask for an email, but I guess that's optional. You don't have to put it in. So yeah. You can just enter enter a name. You can allow, click allow for a headset or a microphone or whatever you're using. If you happen to have like a pair of headphones plugged in, like like I do, I have a video game headset, and that's what I'm using. So, but uh yeah, thank you to everyone, and we'll continue this. But uh, we thought we'd end uh, this uh, episode 50 with just kind of talking about the, the other aspect of Canadian soccer and the Canadian Premier League. And a new thing to me as an, uh, a fairly newer football fan is the Canadian Championship and the Voyagers Cup. Uh, the preliminary round started up today with Cavalry FC taking on FC Edmonton at Clark Field in Edmonton. Yep. With uh, Cavalry FC getting a win, and it's the schedule this year is like it's a one game winner take all. There's no draw. It I goes like to it. Penalties. Yeah, one game. That's uh, it. Um, depending upon, I guess, how they do the hosting and all that stuff. But just, I like the single game. I like a single game knockout. It means well, you have to lay game. it all on the line with one game, and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, go yeah. big or go home. And un- unfortunately. Um, I I couldn't watch the game. The one game that I wanted to I actually wasn't able to watch. <laughs> I I cashed in some hubby points, yeah, and watched the opening day of EPL yesterday. That's what we did yesterday. <laughs> and then today I had to go out and uh, I had Just to do family do stuff. stuff. That's all yeah, right. I I had to do family stuff today, so I wasn't you able, able to. You weren't able to watch that game, and I wasn't able to make the interview with Cliff to make the conversation. So. It's we each had a thing with this episode that we couldn't do, but that's okay. We come together at the end here to kind of recap and. But I watched the highlights though, and it looked like it was a really 
a really a good, good game. game. Shout out and to the away supporters. I, I think you guys did a better job than, no disrespect to Edmonton, but I, I, I think you guys did a better job representing Cavalry than Edmonton did their own well, team. Well, I think that wasn't, I think what it was is that it's not, it's, it's just you couldn't hear them just based on where the away supporter section is and where the cameras are. They're right there. Maybe so, that's it, yeah. Because there was flags and smoke and stuff in the, uh, um, where the River Valley Vanguard, they were always like popping off with drums and stuff. Okay, so, so now, since you were, I was just able to watch the highlights, so it was very fast, but do they have like a, just a standing section behind one of the goals? Uh, I'm not too sure. It was very quick in them actually showing where people were going into the crowd. Oh, okay. It was just, you could hear them at certain moments when they, wherever the camera was, but a lot of the, um, a lot of the sound that was coming into the, like from the on field stuff was all like at the uh, player benches, which is where Cavalry FCs, I guess that's where the, <laughs> or the away supporters were. Yeah. That's so awesome. I guess in this game, it was the foot soldiers. And yeah. if it was a game with other, if it was another team, it would be their section too. It's just, I think the cameras are where the away supporters section you, is. You know what though? And it's just, but it was, now, uh, because I'm an Arsenal fan, so ha ha ha. Yes, we were beaten by Brentford and blah blah blah. So That's everybody, okay. I was, everybody, I was going make, for Brentford. Yeah, everybody make all the jokes now. Um, <laughs> because I'm an Arsenal supporter, you know what? Maybe that's making me a little bit soft. Because holy shit, I I kind of feel for FC Edmonton. Okay. Only because just like oh man, like. They lost again. <laughs> I didn't well, want them to beat us by any means. I didn't want them to win, but it's just like, well, it's one of those Aww. things where if if they had have won, <laughs> it's yes, as Cavalry FC fans, we would have been like, ah oh, man, our team didn't make it into the next round. But at the same time, it's mainly when it comes to the Canadian Championship, it's as long as a Canadian Premier League team is making it to the end. That's that's what I want. I want a Canadian prep. So if that ended up if that ended up being FC Edmonton, then oh. then it's FC Edmonton. <laughs> and if someone can explain to me now, because me, I well, just in text message, I was telling you. So I on Canada Soccer, I went back to look on the table. I'm like, okay, how are they determining who gets to host the game? Because it's a single game knockout. How do they get to? How do they figure who gets it? Now I looked at it, and I saw this may this. I don't, I don't know, but it, it, to me, it's the way I looked and the way I understood the table. Okay. Since we, we progressed, actually, you know, I'm just going to pull this back up here just so I can. For a reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you go into the quarterfinal. So after all these prelims are done, so the quarterfinal, which is set for. Oh wow, they're all set for kind of the same area, but September fourteenth. Yeah, the winner of match one takes the winner of match three. So we were match one. So now that means we take that top spot. We're winner of match number one. So now Cavalry FC, boom, we move to the top. Then you go to match three, which is Pacific FC taking on Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah. Whoever wins that goes to the bottom slot. I look at that and think, oh, okay, we get to host the next game. But potentially, yeah. It, at least that's how I 
I think so. I mean, it sound it makes That's sense to me to hear it. So yeah, I'll agree with you until I find out otherwise. <laughs> so, however, and potentially, and then I'm looking on. Let's say we progress and go to the semifinals. Yeah. Since that's match seven. So winner of match seven takes on the winner of match number six. That could potentially be Toronto FC. Yeah. Sweet. York United or Masters Football Academy. Holy crap. That would be great if like one of those teams could take out Toronto. (laughs) Um, So I look at that and if we progress through the quarterfinals, that means we host the semifinals. Yeah. I I mean, I hate it. I, I hope. I hope if so. If we progress through the semifinals and make it well, to the finals, the finals, we get to host the final. That's the way I, I'm looking at the table right now, and that's as I understand it. If anybody knows anything different, please let me know because yeah. I'm super confused how they're deciding this. So if people do know or if people know how to get that information, please tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, we'll find. Obviously, we'll know when they start announcing who's playing when. It'll automatically be there of where it is too. So oh yeah, but I mean, like, we how, will find we, out. How, what, but <laughs> how? What determines? Like, who's making the decision of it goes into this stadium? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, because it it wouldn't be fair if we didn't get to host any of the games. Well, it'd be cool if we got to host one. If if it's a game that we're in, it'd be neat to to host one. So it'd be nice to host one of them with the between Pacific and Vancouver. So we'll have to find out. But but it to would get be to the, the one time where I don't cheer for Cavallini. <laughs> like sorry, yeah, Cavallini. I guess but yeah, yeah, when you when he's wearing a Team Canada shirt, it's like hell yeah, go Cavallini. But to get to the match though, it, it was a it was it was pretty good. It was really good. Like and even credit to FC Edmonton. Like they didn't. I mean, they went. They lost obviously, but they didn't. It wasn't for a lack of trying. You know what I mean? Like they they put up a fight, and there were moments where it they could have gotten it, it been two one or maybe even well, two two. Fargo, man, that save he made. Uh, uh, who? Oh, that yeah, that. Could have been a goal, that screamer of a shot. Holy crap. I just I'm forgetting his name. I can get yeah. it here. I, I watched the highlights earlier and then I just blanked on the name, but it was just uh Of course at the time of recording it's when it it would oh it was it was on the tip of my tongue too for like an hour here and then just now it's like oh man it just it just it fell out of the name just fell out of my head. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna exactly. bring it up. I'm going to bring it up here right away because I want to know, but full credit to Edmonton. They played like they played a heck of a match, but, but cavalry, like they just, I mean, they poured it on <laughs> like, like they played really well. Well, I'm glad Ben Fisk got his first ben, goal for the, he got his, that would be his first goal for the club. It was. Yeah. 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 And what yeah. a way to do it in, than in the you know in the Canadian Championship when it matters you know one game winner takes all pretty much yeah Joe Mason but I almost I'm looking at the goals and like they weren't like those are complete like those were 
like just lucky bounces that you I'm looking at like those well, were the, the goals like well wow. the Joe Ma the Joe Mason one was weird because it was the ball was in such a weird angle that and when you actually were watching it slow down it could have easily have been just knocked away and completely gone but Joe Mason was just in the perfect spot with a perfect header boom in it was like ooh that's good yep and then Ben Fisk's same thing his went right through people like it, it like it went through bodies you know, it was real. It was actually really cool. It was, it was a knee goal. I was like, "Wow!" He just, it just, it hit, it went right through everybody. Found the, uh, it found the back of the net. Like it was a hell of a goal that Ben Fisk had. So it was just, it, it was a good game. Like just, like really good. So and it's taken me a, a tad bit longer to get this. Uh, Oh, that's okay, you know. To get this guy's oh. name. And then just, and maybe too, I, I don't know, and maybe I'm just I'm bad at finding this information, and I tried finding it before the podcast, because I don't like, I don't like not knowing stuff, especially on a podcast about footy, and we're like, yeah, well, yeah we don't know shit. Um, <laughs> I want to know how, but it's fine though too, because you know, some stuff I don't know, and I want to know how they, like how does Canada soccer determine who gets to play in the Canadian Championship? Like, the Canadian Premier League got to go in, but what about all these other teams? Like, how come Calgary oh. Foothills can't play? How come? Okay, so, so I, so that part I actually just, I, I was just kind of looking through some articles randomly of just, of the history of the, of the Voyagers Cup. I wanted to see how long it's been, it's been it's around very... for. It's it's actually it's 2008, I guess, is when yeah. the Canadian Championship officially came online like, and it was a supporters started. group i believe they called themselves the voyagers yeah well it was about the it started with a group of uh men's national team supporters um they are they, yeah you're right they're called the voyagers and so it's the voyagers cup and uh but what was i going to say <laughs> about how they get to determine what teams go in oh. it or um, people won their. A lot of the teams had won their respective leagues, like AS, like AS Blainville. They had won the the uh, PLSQ, the Quebec League. Oh, uh, okay. So it's it was a. So that's so kinda, how it's determined because that was one. I I had thought that the for a lot of the clubs it was yeah for a lot of the clubs it was hey you won your league, you get a spot in the Canadian Championship. Because I kind of thought it was almost like Canada's version of the FA Cup, which I actually would like it to be the Canadian version of the FA Cup. Have all the Canadian teams go up against each other. And just like in the FA Cup, you're going to have, you know, Nottingham Forest. They could be going up against Manchester United. Yeah. You know, you're going to have these small clubs going up against these massive giants and yeah unfortunately and I found the like, person's I found the person's name and I believe it was Genoa Sua for FC Edmonton I believe it was not, yeah okay that Asua I believe yeah, it was his right. and if that had been a goal that would have been like a highlight goal of like the year like what a shot whole, that was though and oh my what god a, but, and e what a shot and even better save like well it made you know what <laughs> uh, like we've seen that from Farago so far this year where he just makes uh like a, at the bubble there in Winnipeg he 
he made some he makes some clutch some clutch saves like you yeah. know tipping over the bar and stuff like that so it's yeah 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 it was it was a hell of a save a, a hell of a a hell of a shot so that's what i mean like fc edmonton they didn't like they didn't take the game lying down like they took it to they took it to cavalry it's just like both teams played well as cavalry played a little bit better fc edmonton are kind of like norwich Okay. So the comparison for everyone who doesn't know Norwich, um, Norwich City, in and now you know they got promoted to the Premier League. Um, they have their striker Timo Pukki. Everyone pretty much knows that they're going to try to give the ball, get the ball to Pukki. Yeah. And in in FC Edmonton's case, it's they're going to East try and get the Garo. ball to Easton. Yeah, Easton Ungaro. Yeah. They do have a few other players, but I mean They do, yeah. They have their, quite a few attacking players. They've seemed to like focus they've built their attack. At least that's my opinion. They've based yeah. off of how I see their tactics and I'm not going to go into that and just the players they've got. It's like try to get the ball to Easton Ungaro. And credit to Easton Ungaro. He finds places to be. He scored against Cavalry and Cavalry's home opener. Yeah, exactly. So he's he scores goals. He's good. <laughs> but like, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but you know what? I'll go on record and say this. I would take him if Cavalry yeah. FC wanted him and be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, sorry, but <laughs> yeah, Easton Ungaro. Yeah, I take hell, Easton. A, a I take him on my. I would take him on my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. They played good. Is this they, unfortunately for FC Edmonton, they didn't they didn't get the win, and it's not a two leg thing. It's one game. That's it. You're done. So and you, and you know what? I'm glad they played Joe Mason because play oh, Calvary, a guy yeah. who's played in the FA Cup. Yeah, he's played in the FA Cup, yeah. so he knows all about clutch games and you know these big massive tournaments. Now the Canadian mm-hmm. Championship is nowhere near. FA Cup, but I mean, like, not yet. Still, yeah, it he, could he be. He has that. He has that experience where maybe in the dressing room, some of the guys are like, "Oh man, this is a little nervous." We have one game, blah blah blah, and then you have Joe Mason being like, "Hey guys, like, well, I've done this good. before." Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, it's like focus on these things and later. We have, out a few we have, things. we have just, yeah. we have ninety minutes. Let's just go out and. Well, that's let's let's put on a show, and and both teams did like. They didn't get the win, but I think there's a lot of positives in FC Edmonton's performance. But then, you know, Cavalry FC, they were just, I mean, they were, that was probably one of the more gelled uh, Cavalry FC that I. Well, um, uh, Trafford, I saw the starting 11, Trafford's back, so that's awesome. Yeah, and he was, he was awesome. It's good to have him back. And, but just, yeah. I saw the starting 11 when I was out today. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, this is a, <laughs> this is a lineup that if you're the opposing team looking at it, being like, uh oh. Yeah. Well, the substitutions, you got like Camargo as a sub, and he like, played a heck of a, he played a heck of a, man, Mo Farsi again. And like, Mo he was Farsi a beast. Was really I, just, good. I was watching the highlights, and it was, there was a lot of Mo Farsi stuff in the highlights. Mo Farsi was, he was uh, running back and forth. He was definitely, mm. definitely pouring on the jet fuel, that's for sure. <laughs> Escalante. With a sweet, with a sweet pass across the box, and then yeah. Mo Farsi with the with the with finish, and he just didn't get it in net, but he got it on goal. And mm-hmm. Karifi Yao was really was, good. Yeah, holding holding the back line there. 
he was wicked. So it was just from front to back, it was just Cavalry FC just put on a great performance of like, man, I would kind of maybe just maybe see what that lineup does in like league play. <laughs> I mean, you know, you and got you some... know they're looking, and yeah, and you know that Tommy. If we're talking about it, Tommy's definitely being like, oh, maybe I found a winning combination here. Of course, and now I think we've said it before, but Cavalry FC, the depth of Cavalry FC, is what kept them competitive with some of the injuries they've had. Like they're second place in the league right now. Well, they were out 10 so, men. Like even Tommy said in one of the press conferences, it was after the Valor game. You know, we drew against Valor and um, we we're out 10 guys, 10 key people, and they drew against yeah. Valor. So, yeah. What would have happened if those 10 people were in the lineup? Like, yeah. So, uh, should have, would have, could have, right? Yeah. Like, or well, not should have, would have, could have. But, but the, depth, the depth was there enough where even being out, some of the members of the team that were out, some. Some fairly big names were on that are on that list, but he was still able to make an eleven that was competitive, like really competitive. Like they've played really well these last couple, these last several months, couple months. Tommy but today, is like, but today was just, but today's performance was like that's up there. I was like, wow, man, they're good. he's like a hybrid coach of like Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, <laughs> Pep Guardiola, Guardiola, Pep Guardiola, yeah. Um, Jose Mourinho, yeah, like you, he, if, he has elements of all top managers, and you can like if Cavalry FC plays like that in the rest of this Canadian Championship, I think they can take it to the MLS clubs and perhaps get it, well, get into the is, final at least. So this is the year to take it to the MLS clubs because they're not doing all that well. Montreal's doing the Steph Montreal's doing the best out of all of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see I, what I happens in this tournament. I haven't looked at the standings, so I'm not going to start talking about standings and stuff. But just the last mm-hmm. time I looked, uh, I'm doing too hot. Vancouver Whitecaps <laughs> and Toronto FC are kind of not doing too hot. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal, but let's say if you're Toronto and Vancouver, you're like, all right, there's a good chance unless we put a huge string of wins together. There's a good chance that we probably won't make the playoffs in the MLS. Let's, let's, let's go for the Canadian championship. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh... (laughs) yeah. And let's, and you know, like the, the uh, Canadian MLS clubs, there, like the, like the white Vancouver Whitecaps and TFC and CF Montreal. Like they're good teams when they're good. They're fucking good. (laughs) And and this is, They've been around for a long time too. So well, and, and you know what? But the, it's easier to it's easier to pit. Like you know, this is why I like now that we have our like the Canadian Premier League because now it'll it it will be more teams than just either. Oh, totally. Montreal, like, Toronto, or Vancouver flip flopping between wins. Like, well, and here's the here's the thing about like the Canadian Premier League. Like last year or two years ago in 2019, Cavalry FC took out the Vancouver Whitecaps. No one saw that coming. So it's well, it's kind of a bit of a it's a shake to the system of it's like Forge there's there's other are clubs still now. waiting Forge are still waiting to play Toronto FC for their for their for final next, and for last year, yeah. I'm sorry foot soldiers and I'm sorry to everybody else but I'll I'm be cheering for, for I'm, Forge. I'm going for Forge in that one. I, I I'll cheer against any CPL team because 
or I'll cheer for any CPL team because I don't I don't care if it's Forge. Just that takes out Toronto. You know what what an impact that would make for our league for a CPL or any CPL team to win the Canadian Championship. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, geez, you know, I just had something that I was going to say, but I get what anyway, you, I get what you're saying. You're saying I, what I, I was just for, well, <laughs> I just forgot what I was going to say, so I'll go to something else. You know, go, from watching the highlights of today's game, you know, and I I think that's a line that's a that's a starting eleven that could take it to the likes of Toronto and Montreal, Montreal totally. again, and the the likes of Toronto and. Look at that; these competitions exist, like the FA Cup. You do get to see those David versus Goliath stories, where this team that has the payroll of one player take out, <laughs> yeah. like the whole team has the payroll of one guy on a bigger team, and they manage and to they, take down the bigger club, and they take out the bigger club because the smaller yeah. club has more to prove. Yeah, exactly, and. Like that's the wonderful thing about the Canadian Premier League and their inclusion in this tournament, in the Canadian Championship. It, it's it 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 puts a little bit of it's good for the competitiveness of the uh, MLS clubs, the Canadian MLS clubs, but also for the um, for the CPL teams. It's a chance for them to be. It's a chance for them at the very least to maybe. Hey, you know what? I've been thinking about this like mixture of a of a hybrid squad of my. I've got these two starting elevens. I kind of want to see about a third and maybe make some weird changes. And I kind of want to experiment a little bit. Maybe I do it here. You know, maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. You and know what again, I mean? And I I don't mean I I keep going back to the FA Cup and it's the same thing that you look at the uh, like the FA cup or the, the, the Carabao cup, which are they like the English cup, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. That's when all these teams in the English premier league and they're in like the FA cup and stuff in the early rounds, they're like, Oh, well, you know, let's put out our youth squad. You know, that's, that's when they do their tinkering is in these competitions and stuff like that. Well, it, it lets them kind of mess around a little bit and kind of experiment without fear of, losing a critical game and losing like a critical three points in league play, you know? So it's, it's a good chance for just that too. And who knows, maybe you find a, maybe you have, maybe you find out that you find a defensive pairing that you had before. And you're like, Oh my God, that's my defensive pairing for the rest of the year now. Or, and I, I, it, and I like, as an example, it creates, it creates new rivalries. So for instance, because I've been able to pass the wall, you know, I've taught, I've seen some, some white caps fans and stuff, and they're still sour that we took them out. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think there's a little, there's, little there's rivalry some... there between like they're the, the fans are just like, when I walk around with my calves, there's, you know, I'll walk past a guy with a white caps shirt on. It's just like, they, they know. Yeah. We still remember. Yeah. We still remember that game and we're still a little <laughs> bit pissed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a little unofficial rivalry and, Honestly, I, I just the way Vancouver Whitecaps are playing, like I full on expect Pacific FC to win that game. Well, that's the thing. Pacific's on fire right now. So like I I, I or maybe I don't expect them to, but I, I think they could give the Whitecaps a run for their money. Absolutely. And what a sweet rivalry that would be. 
Pacific and Vancouver Whitecaps. That or Vancouver Whitecaps. That would be great. Of course, that that writes itself right there. You have two British Columbia based teams, two Vancouver. Well, one mainly Vancouver and one just outside with Langford or with Pacific FC. But that's a rivalry that needs to happen. Yeah. So, I and a rivalry is in fully in full fairness, you know, with, with sportsmanship and with sportsmanship and love. <laughs> Hooliganism. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah. I, I just, I'm excited that, that the championship has started and, and I'm glad that Calvary FC gets to go to the quarterfinals. And I guess it's yeah. September. So September is going to be sweet. There's that. And, uh, men's national team world cup qualifying. That starts like in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. Like I think it's like the beginning of September, I think. Maybe maybe I'll look that up just to be sure because I want to know. Let's see. Let's go. Um, what is that called? Uh, World. We're doing this live. World <laughs> Cup. I'm typing it in right now. Qualifying. Here we go. World Cup qualifiers. Um, that's giving me like worldwide stuff. Canada. All you gotta do is just go te- Team Canada. Like just, just Google the men's national team. September second. They play Honduras. Ooh, September fifth they play the United States. So, yeah, yeah. There's some. So September second. And then there's a game. I'm oh, looking at the schedule. There's a game the day after my birthday. Right after Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. Canada versus Pan- Panama. Sweet. Panama. So yeah, September is gonna be September is gonna be a good good soccer month. Plus English Premier League just started and I'm I'm going for Norwich and Brentford. So and I know you're <laughs> I, I can I can see your face too. I can't see your face because we're in separate places, but in my mind's eye, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> Cause it's you're fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. It's funny though, how quick people are like to be like, Oh, Arsenal. Nah. I'm not every making team, fun of Arsenal. Every team has their rebuilding time. People yeah. forget that, you know, how many years did Manchester United not qualify for the Champions League? And how yeah. people went off, oh, what's going on with Manchester United? And they've only just started getting back to the Man United that the world unfortunately loves. Um, <laughs> I think like, I think Man City lost. Did they play Tottenham? They played Tottenham today, yeah. Okay, so Tottenham won, I think. I uh, Spoiler alert, I suppose. I should have said that. For By anybody listening, way. yeah, Tottenham against Man City. So I know there's a few people who are happy about that. Actually, quite a few people. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's just exciting. Like I, I'm just I'm so happy that there's live football back. We can go to Echo Field. The Canadian Championship is on, and Cavalry FC is going to the quarterfinals. The women's national team won gold recently. 
The men's national team starts to go for the world, the last round of World Cup qualifying. They haven't made it this far since the nineties. You know, like it's just, well, they haven't qualified we, for the World Cup since the eighties. Well, no, but they've made it. The last time they made it this far into qualifying was the nineties. Yeah, and then with they their last qualify, and they haven't qualified for the World oh, Cup yes, since yeah. the eighties. Since the eighties, yeah, and then so you got that, and then there's. Like we we've done fifty episodes somehow with the sweets, so it's just like there's just so many good so many good things. I'm just I'm just really happy. Yeah, I'm just really happy. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say <laughs> except I'm just I'm happy and excited and. Well, there's definitely especially for like Canadian back. soccer, like there's ah, oh, Canadian soccer is just, it's there's so much good news around Canadian soccer in general. From both the women's side, the men's side, Canadian Premier League, you know, like oh, it's just—it's all coming up Canada right now. Yeah, it's just, all going our way so far. Yeah, just the MLS Canadian clubs—they're just hopefully they can turn it on a little bit. If they're having a little bit of a rough go, hopefully they can find some positives here, and you know, but yeah, oh, it's just. It's good. It's really good. Well, you know what? I think that uh, I, think I think that that's... puts the curtain on our fiftieth episode. I think. I think so. I, I think, I th- I really, think that's... We, I think we've said all we could really say about how great it is right now to be a fan of Canadian soccer, and if you're not, you should be. It's good time. <laughs> like, it's, and it's if it means time. that you, ju- if it means you jump on the band for a bit and you know you wave around a maple leaf. Fine. That's okay. Do it. do it. Yeah. Do it. I have no problem with people who don't normally watch soccer just going, getting the, uh, you know, the FOMO, the fear of missing out. Like once World Cup starts, like if Canada makes it into the World Cup, it's going to be a giant party. And there will be people going, I like parties. What are you guys partying about? It's like Canada's in World Cup. And they're like, that sounds like fun. It's like, hell yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 you're drinking well i want to start drinking why are we drinking <laughs> yeah yeah it's eight exactly. in the morning why why are we drinking at eight in the morning oh there's a team canada <laughs> soccer game on well shit i want to start drinking beer at eight in the morning <laughs> <laughs> i keep telling people it's like the only requirements you have to enjoy uh to do to uh to enjoy a soccer game is like do you like hanging out yeah do you like having a beer or two sure like that's all that's required to go to a soccer game and have a good time. And even you don't and even have to have a beer. You can have a coffee. I was going to say, and you know, if you don't like to drink, um, do you like to hang out with fun people? And do yes. you like, do you like to feel included and get all warm and fuzzy inside because good feelings are happening to you and no one's being a see you next Tuesday. And all those things. Yeah, if you want to see people yelling and having a good time and you've got kids cheering, which, oh, it's funny. At the last home game for Calvary, there was those, uh, remember the, in 108, well, we were in 108, and we could hear a section of kids, and they were, like, really awesome and loud. I think they went the to... the kids, think, but we well, cannot I think hear the they, 109. But I think they went to the game today at Clark Field. Oh. Because you could hear these kids, like, just yelling Calvary, like, the entire second half. In that like kid accent that they do? Yeah. So I'm hoping it was the same group of kids. So if anybody's listening and knows who those kids are, give them a high five because they're awesome. Yeah. 
But uh, well, even in uh, at the Edmonton game at uh, Spruce at Spruce Mountains at Echo Field, there were some kids. I think they were in front of us, and there was a lot of times they they started the the nobody wants to live in Edmonton chant <laughs> a couple times. Yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> and it was awesome. It was, it was, like, it was oh, pretty wow. funny. I, and <laughs> no disrespect to Edmonton, I you know I like Edmonton, but it's a, it's a fun little chant, and they have a decent mall. I'm just, kidding. Have, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they have a decent mall. <laughs> I actually do like that mall. It's quite big. The West Edmonton Mall. It's pretty sweet. The few times I've been able to go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just yeah, it's just all exciting, and and I guess we'll see everybody on our fifty-first episode. Yeah, it won't be as fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll find just something as good. Cool. We'll find something cool to talk about. There'll well, be league. There'll be league play, and so there's there'll, some there'll be, interesting there'll be stuff to talk about. Good things that hopefully pan out, and I'll be able to talk about on the show. And then, um, cool, cool. Yeah. For now, but I, th- I can, think for now, where can people find our podcast? Well, if this was your first episode, awesome, sweet, and yeah, thank you. We're available on Apple. Google, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Overcast, and we record using Anchor. Yes, absolutely. Those are the places, plus Facebook, 90 Minute Life, our email. Um, 90, it's 90 Minute Life spelt out, so N-I-N-E-T-Y-M-I-N-U-T-E. L I F E outlook.com and we're continue we're, we're we're keeping it open as far as uh if you want to tell us how awesome Cavalry FC is or you want to tell us how awesome Marco Bustos is from Pacific <laughs> FC that's cool too you know or if you just want to say why you're a Canadian soccer fan or you're somewhere else and you want to be like let me tell you about uh, my favorite Bundesliga team. And it's like, that's cool too. So tell us that stuff too, if you want. Yeah. And uh, if, if you're in Africa and you're like, well, you know, I cheer for whatever team, then. Yeah. Let well, us know. Let us know who you cheer for and why you cheer for them. And, and let us know if we can talk about it on our show. And absolutely. Otherwise you can just, you can send an email and be like, Hey, what's up? That's cool too. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah but uh but thank you for listening thanks for being with us for 50 episodes too like that's fantastic and we'll we're definitely going to do we'll definitely try to do 50 more and we'll definitely yeah. get better A- at at scheduling apple, ourselves <laughs> apple hasn't told us that or anchor hasn't told us that you guys suck so we don't want to host your podcast or we don't want to broadcast your podcast anymore. They haven't done that to us yet, so we're yeah. obviously doing something right. So thank you very much for yeah, and for enough, listening to us. Yeah, and people have told us much that they they like our podcast, and so we're doing something that people like. So that's cool. So we'll continue, and we'll continue to grow and get better. And then, and I know yeah. i want to I want to feature more. I want to do more music stuff, so. Whether that is part of our, like the ninety-minute life, like the full ninety, or 
we do like, like bonus, bonus yeah like, like, like probably a bonus. a bonus episode yeah like little thing like i want but i want to do talk about some music yeah i want to do well that's because it's we for those that have been listening to us for a long time and for those that haven't this is going to be some news but it's probably like if soccer was our first love then you've got music like right behind it particularly heavy metal but so, well, and it's we we keep talking and, we, and we keep saying that too. Like for those who know us, we're like huge metalheads and stuff. But then, don't talk about it as much as we say we like it. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that and video games. So we talk we talk more video games than we do metal. I think so. So but, we'll have to we'll do a maybe a bonus episode of our top yeah, five. Yeah, I think we because I still want to do like bands. an all like. I want to talk about how awesome Kiss is episode. Sure. So if anybody likes Kiss, by all means, listen to the crap of that episode or just be like, Kiss blows ass. <laughs> and I don't want to listen to <laughs> however long I decide to talk about the amazingness <laughs> of Kiss. Cool. Well, then maybe I'll do an Iron Maiden. But that'd be cool. Yeah. Or just like, but yeah, I want to, I want to do that. So, Cool. This is also how we talk about our episodes too. Like, hey, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay. That's a. <laughs> yeah, and whenever it is, I feel like, like when we decide, like, yeah, we'll get it all together and 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 stuff like that. But yeah, I want to do. I think we should talk about more, some more music. Sure. That Especially because we say how much we, how how much we listen to music and stuff like. I think already this year I've listened to about not so much just new releases, but like music in general. Oh man, I sh- one of these years gonna I'm going to start. I'm going to start writing down every single thing I listen to. Mm. Hell yeah! Because I think I'm at least 500 albums already this year. Nice. And That's not awesome. all, not not all new stuff. Just being like, just in general, yeah. And and it's not all metal though. It mostly is like yeah. today. I I listened to a little bit of Calvin Harris. Cool. Some sweet. Some well, electronic. Sounds, yeah. So you know. Cool. Well, that's that's definitely probably that's, a future that's episode. Our, that's our fiftieth episode. Yeah. In the it's bag. Good. It's been fun. This has been a good episode, and in general, I I have fun uh, making this podcast. I guess. We'll end it off with uh, thanks, Paul, for being a good good co-host. Hopefully, I've been a good co-host to you. You suck! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's fun. And to those that, in case people forget to, we are brothers, so we do rip on each other a lot. So don't, don't, don't worry about us, you know, punching each other or anything. We don't do that. <laughs> but... But it's been a pleasure to host these pod- podcasts with you, and yeah, and, we'll and continue case, to do so. And in case anybody is wondering, being like, "Wow, they started this episode and they didn't take their digital knee," I guess because technically this we is like did a continuation. Yeah, continuation. We did it the first part. So I, this is all. This will all be one giant two-hour yeah, plus podcast. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> don't worry. It's this this, will, this the, particular the digital knee will continue. Oh yeah, and the, well, and and this... the real knee at Spruce Meadows will continue. Yeah, well, and in, in case I didn't mention it, this part three that we've been talking about today, this has been, this is this is Sunday, August fifteenth too. So, but uh, yeah, 
Oh, my iPad like, just decided to make beeps at me. So. Yeah, I was just like, oh, did, did Siri think that you're talking to her? It, I think it was my, it was my iPad. It was, it was having a bit of a, it, it wasn't understanding what I was asking it to do. But uh, thanks everybody for for being here, and we'll see you on episode fifty-one. Yes. Awesome. All right. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.